noises. Man, there's so many noises in this apartment. Anyway, well, why don't you build a podcast studio? God, I know. I am, I am a failure. Totally. <laughs> I, I could probably put hey, two. Hey, s- you'll get no argument from me. <laughs> I could probably put two solid days of work into it and have it done. I need to go to Goodwill or somewhere and find the chairs and everything. Anyway, are you recording? Yeah, good. <laughs> of course I am. Yeah. I am a failure. That's our opener right there. Oh. Another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast is here. It's exciting. I don't really know why. I guess I just like to talk to you. Joined by Burke. This episode... We don't speak unless it's on the pod. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Vista Paints. You know it, baby. America's greatest paint store. Them and Sherman Williams. No. By the way, it's Sherwin Williams. Oh. <laughs> and they do not hold a candle. To Vista Paints. <laughs> sure win. Let me tell you what. Oh, man. Vista Paints is run by two great Americans, mm-hmm. Tony Buckholz and Chad Buckholz. Yep. And their paint is made in the United States of America. Yeah. It's made about 20 feet from the front door. <laughs> it's made in the breadbasket of America, the heartland. So you West, need to buy it. West Milwaukee Avenue, Storm Lake. <laughs> I think that's the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's get down to brass tacks. You mm-hmm. get in there. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Backroads and Bonfires podcast. You get 10% off. 10. Where are you going to beat that? I give it a 10. A 10. A 10. <laughs> a 10. <laughs> Name the movie. Uh, shoot. Is it Ricky Bobby? Come on. Oh, my gosh. Why am I blanking? This is embarrassing. A little kid says it. I give it a 10. No, it's essentially the, the character that says it is basically you. <sighs> I can't remember. It's Billy Bob from Varsity Blues. Oh, duh. It's basically you, an epic high school lineman. Yes. Ten. Shoot, when Mrs. Davis is dancing. Well, get your paint at Vista Paints, uh, and you can thank us later. Hey, I'm thinking about opening up a boxing gym next door called Vista Pains. <laughs> what do you, you think? I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I will probably frequently be in there. That'd be fun. And then I'm going to open up a clothing store next to that called Vista Pants. <laughs> I like it. I think there's like a whole... A little monopoly to be had There's there. a whole synergy that can be done between these stores. Vista Paints, Vista Pains, and Vista Pants. Yeah, and you could start a small little greenhouse called Vista Plants. <laughs> That's really stupid and ridiculous. <laughs> you ruined the joke. You took ah, it too far. Shoot! You got, <sighs> you got greedy. Hashtag no self-awareness. I'm kidding. I love the effort. I give it a 10! <laughs> um, all right. I got some things to get here, too. Hold on. Hold on. You know what we haven't done in a while? Ooh. Hugged? <laughs> we haven't done that ever. Have <laughs> I ever hugged you? I don't know. Maybe once or twice. I don't think I've hugged you that you've been aware of. Probably not. But we can sometime. <laughs> I've hugged you before when you weren't aware of it. Oh. Do tell. <laughs> anyway. What you were sleeping. We, <laughs> um, we haven't done this in a while. Wow. <laughs> It has been. We haven't done some of our impressions. It's been like two months, probably. Oh, it's. I think it's been longer since we dropped an Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> it's been even longer since we dropped a Christopher Walken wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> Close. We're sack. We'll say it without him. That your, your Walken's better when you say that. My wow for Walken is better. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man. Actually, your second one was better. <laughs> Tom. We need some more micro impressions. Uh for everyone out there, when Tom talked about Jay Moore doing Christopher Walken, you really should go look up that I, interview. I, I'm going to make a note to do that tonight. It is hilarious. Man, it's good. Holy cow. Christopher Walken and Joe Dirt when he's trash talking the fire extinguisher. <laughs> Does your mother sew? <laughs> Pow! Get her to sew that. <laughs> I don't like your tone. It's all wrong. I'm going to stab <laughs> you in the face with a soldering iron. Oh, my gosh. So good. 
Uh, thanks for bringing those up. It has been too long. It has been. Uh, why would you ever go skiing or hiking in bear country without a gun? Mm. You're dumb if you do. Unless you have a knife. I suppose. No, you're right. Though. That ain't going to do much. You should have a handgun. I mean, I don't even know if John Wick could kill a bear with a knife, and that's hey, America's greatest assassin. Stop it. He could do that. All right. Fair. He's not even here to defend himself. But that's true. So I listened to this podcast the other day called... Well, are you talking about a podcast on a podcast? Yes. Podception. It is time for another segment of Podception. <laughs> and it's called, I think it's called like Alaskan Wilderness or something, Bear Attack. There's and a podcast about that narrow of a topic. Yeah, it's it's narrated by like Man, white people will do anything. They will. <laughs> and it it like details this bear attack. These people are skiing, and the guy's just going, "Whoa, bear! Hey there, bear!" And the whole time I'm screaming at my phone, being like, "This is what you get for going out here without a high powered rifle to instantly just start firing away." At are this you supposed thing. to say "Whoa, bear"? They said you're supposed to like be loud and make your presence known, and then the bear just attacks this guy and mauls. But him. I feel like people usually say like "Whoa, bear." They do, yeah, but. The funny part is bears don't know English. <laughs> so you could easily be saying, hey, taco. Whoa, taco. <laughs> exactly. And it's going to have the same effect. And you won't know. And then he lays down. It like knocks him down. And he lays there and like doesn't fight back. And he's like yelling, whoa, bear. While the guy set, the guy got knocked down. Yeah. By the bear. And like he's near. And then him and his pals are like narrating this after the fact because he lived. But he's like saying how he's yelling at it to stop and say, whoa, bear, while he can feel it like biting into his skull and ripping his body apart. And now he's in a podcast. This whole thing could be made up. How could you ever prove that he wasn't True. lying? I'm, I think it's an actual story that a lot of people know about. What but do they say? I about- would have taken a high powered rifle, had it on my back, pulled it out like Davy Crockett, shot that thing yeah. eight times. I would have said to the bear, does your mother sew? Pow! Get her to sew that. <laughs> um, so dumb. What do they say? If it's brown, beat it down. If it's black, just talk smack. What is the... What do they say about bears? I actually literally just saw this yesterday. Uh, shoot. Gosh, you're close. It's something like that. Mm. If it's white, just take Get ready flight. for a fight. Just take flight. <laughs> yep. Just take a gun with you if you're going to go. Yeah. Right? Just pack some heat. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. When you go to a sporting event, mm-hmm. let's say besi- like anything above high school, right? Do you leave early? Ooh, I don't think I've ever left a sporting event early. Me neither. I don't. I need, not once in my life. I don't think I need closure on it. And also, like when I've paid money to go to like a major league baseball game, exactly. I am not leaving early. Well, we got to beat the traffic. No, I don't. I go. I come to these like once every three years. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Maybe if I had season tickets, I'd want to beat yeah. the traffic. If I lived in the city where the team was and went to multiple games, maybe. It's like but every time have. you see one of these epic comebacks, there's always someone in the comments online who's like, "I can't believe I left early. I've never forgiven myself for this." And it's like, well, why would you leave early? Mm-hmm. Just watch the games. Yep. What you paid for. We went to. Uh, I've been to some lopsided affairs, and I stayed I've till the final you, horn. I have seen you leave early from an Alta Aurelia sporting event. Well, that that and, is true. And Adam, it hurts. Well, now that I have to pay $8, I'm going to have to lock it up. Well, maybe stick around. Maybe you wouldn't have to pay $8 if officials didn't keep raising their prices. <laughs> and maybe officials wouldn't keep raising their prices if there was more officials because there's a shortage. Yeah. I should, I should be a high school ref. Oh, my gosh. It pays so well now. Dude, I know. Wait, for real? Yeah. I know more than one guy that all he does for a living, his entire job is officiating. He I don't officiates know I football, basketball, baseball, and he doesn't have any other job and he makes good money. I don't he know told, if I could do it. He told though, me man. he went to like Sioux Falls. That's in South Dakota, right? Yep. For like a U-Triple-S-A like weekend tournament. He gets 700 bucks in one day. Jeez. You and have I, no, and you I have asked no life, him, though. Well, I asked him, I go, aren't the parents pretty brutal at those things? And he goes, yeah, but for 700 bucks, you can yell whatever you want at me. I don't care. <laughs> it, it's prob- it is a little bit brutal, but like, dude, you're your own boss. That you don't true. have to deal with literally anybody else. Man. Telling you what to do, and all you maybe do I is, should do it. You basically just watch sports all day and officiate it, and you probably see some wild stuff too. Yeah, 
And honestly, from like my vantage point, I I don't see high school baseball umpires taking a beating from the crowd. And I've asked umps. I'm like, you know, everybody says it's gotten worse. And the umps that I talk to are like, it's not high school games. It's the travel ball. Oh, yeah. He's like, when parents have paid thousands of dollars for their kid to be on a team, then they had to pay money to get into the tournament. And then yep. money, for, like, he's like, it's travel ball parents where there's so much money involved where we're getting beat up the most, he said. Hmm. Dude, it's, it's pretty good money. <sighs> Well, nobody wants to, my wife does not want to hear you drink and sigh after Mellow Yellow. Mm. I think uh, for like a JV varsity doubleheader baseball game in our area, not uncommon to get like 120 a night. And that's probably going up. Gosh, that's a nice. That's a nice little chunk of spending cash. 120 bucks. You could do just like another. Just, you could do just weeknights and make like 600 bucks a week. Yeah, you can make a, at least even if you didn't want to do. That much, you could still make like fifty a thousand to fifteen hundred as a side hustle a and, month. Well, we've had some guys that recently graduated that got their umpiring certification, and hmm. they're crushing it because they're doing like a, a freshman doubleheader at noon, getting paid, and then mm-hmm. they're going doing JV varsity at night together. Like we have a couple of former players that are like nineteen years old, dude. They have a little power washing business together, and then they umpire together. You imagine just hanging out with one of your best friends, just driving around umpiring games. That'd How be the fun life. that would be! And you're getting paid good money. Get done. Stop at Casey's. Eat some Pringles on the way home. Getting some windshield time. Just what joking a time. around. Do you know how low stakes freshman baseball is at noon? It's First off, very low. the parents are at work. There's like five people in the crowd. <laughs> like nobody is yelling at umpires. It's it's easy money. I mean, and it's not easy because you're going to do a bad job. You're going to do a good job, but like, dude, no one's harassing you. It's just call balls and strikes, call the game, and you're getting your paid and you're you're out of there. I could referee podcast and have like 25 cows and have a nice little life. Have way less stress. Well, yeah, way less stress because I don't give a crap what these psycho parents yell at me. I've thought about officiating. The problem with me is I only know one sport well enough to officiate it, and it's the sport I coach, so I can't can't officiate. I, I think I could do them all. Basketball would be fun, though. Basketball would be the hardest one. Yeah. I officiated one basketball game in my life um, at a previous school I worked at. I had to ump or I had to officiate a booster club middle school basketball tournament. Oh, All yeah. the coaches had to take their turn. Oh, yeah. That was part of the deal because the booster club gives the sports money. Eighth grade Saturday tournament, right? First, first and only game I've ever refereed. Mm-hmm. Had to tee a kid up. <laughs> That's awesome. There's like a scrum on the floor for a loose ball. Me and my buddy Justin uh, blow the whistles, both signal, jump ball, right? They just two kids grabbed it, jump ball. Kid stands up. It's eighth grade weekend tournament. I'm pretty chill. I go, hey, man. I put my hands out like this, like, hey, man, give me the ball. He holds it like this, and he punches it all the way down the court. Gee, well, you have to tee him up. I had to. You have no choice. He just looks at me, punches the ball all the way down the court. Bam, tee him up. His dad starts yelling at me from the stands. I'm sure he was really trying to show you up. That's what he yelled at me. Yeah, I think everybody in this gym knows he was dad. Yeah, luckily my AD See, my oh. AD knew the dad and he told him like, "Be quiet and sit down." If like, I would have done that, my dad would have ran on the court and pinky whipped me in the forehead. <laughs> he wouldn't have he wouldn't have defended me. No. He would have Oh, I would have been grounded for a month. I think basketball officiating is hard because especially as you get to varsity, it's happening really fast and everything's just a judgment call. Yeah. Well, they bumped him a little too hard. You know what I mean? Like yeah. baseball would be the easiest. Yeah. The game Chill. has these natural like 10 second breaks between every pitch. And like, you don't have to signal right away. Like you can just sit there and watch the kid at like a bang, bang play at first and just take like the, and actually tell umpires, like take a two second pause and then signal it. Like don't feel, I mean, just sit there for a second and go like, just double check. Like, yeah, that's how, what, so you see the guys in the I, bigs do. Yeah. And like, I have officiated fall baseball before. <coughs> I just stare at the bag and I listen for the glove. Yeah. I'm watching. If I hear the ball hit the glove and then I see the foot, he's out. That's just how I do it. Yeah. I, I think that's the correct way. Stay but. consistent. Oh, I forgot. I officiated junior high volleyball. You want to talk about easy <laughs> money. Volleyball? Oh, it's dude, volleyball officiating. You just have to call in and out? So at the I did it at, at my previous school. I only officiated home junior high volleyball games. Yeah. So bell rings for the after the last period. I put my white polo on in my classroom. <laughs> I put my whistle on. I walk down to the gym 
officiate two games, seventh and eighth grade. I'm freaking home by 545, 75 bucks in my pocket. Boom. And at middle school, like nobody can spike because they're all too short. Yeah. So you're basically just calling in and out. And did they touch it more than three times? That's essentially, you got to call a couple of okay. lifts. I want to do this now. And at middle school, they don't really care about the rotation thing. Now in high school, because I was a scoreboard person for mm-hmm. like years for high school volleyball at my previous school. And at that level, the referees all carry this like circle paper disc type thing. Yeah. Because you know how the girls like they they get in a weird formation and then as soon as it's served, they move again. It's all about and they actually like have to keep track of that. And dude, I watched every home game for like three years and I still don't know the rotation thing. <laughs> but at middle school, nobody cares because nobody's doing it. Half the time, the parents are carrying on a conversation. They're not even watching. Again, it's so low stakes. I've never been chirped at in a middle school volleyball game, and it's 75 bucks. I want to start doing this. And you're home by 545. I want to start refereeing middle school and junior high events and freshman baseball games at noon. You will make easy money. Dang. All right. It's just something to consider. Um, hey, you know what? I have a tangentially related thought. Yes. I am in capable when i golf uh-huh. of picking my ball up before it goes in the hole i hate people that hit it like an inch from the hole and then just grab it and really? call it good and like i'm sure if i'm sure they're taking the stroke you know they leave it an inch short and they just go you know that's it's a par putt they leave it an inch short and they go god bogey and they just grab their ball and walk away mm-hmm. i can't do it really i have to see the ball go in the hole why is that it's similar to leaving the sports early I paid money to golf. What's the whole point of golf, Adam? To golf. To hit the ball in the hole. That's true. And I'm I'm not doing the thing that is the sole purpose of the sport. Yeah. It'd be like hitting a home run and every time you got to third, you just jogged off to the dugout. <laughs> like touch the plate. You know, now that you say that, and it unless you're like in a superficial tournament, when you play golf, there you probably pick the ball up more times than you actually put it in the hole. Because you put it really close, you and all your partners miss, and the other team says, oh, you're good, pick it up. I, even if people say that, I go, I know, but I have to see it go in the hole. It's good. it's, it's hey, like a, to your guns. It's like a Rain Man thing. I, I, it's like I'm special <laughs> or something. Like I have to see it, and I love that little sound when it hits the bottom of the cup. I can't mm-hmm. make it, but you know what sound I'm talking about. No, It's similar. But everybody who's golf, I need to hear that sound. Yeah. It's a good sound. It is a beautiful sound. Wow, that's a really good sound, actually, now that you say that. Should we do top five sounds? <laughs> There's that. I love listening Crack to popcorn of the bat. pop. Crack of the bat. Oh, wood bat. Mm. Chef's kiss. Popcorn popping is great. Um, How about when the first opening of a pop, the fizz? Oh, yeah. Another great sound. Mm. I mean, I love the sound of just a good, solid box fan. Yeah. <laughs> Putting me to sleep. I love the sound of a good knuckle crack. Ooh, yeah. Ready? Oh, let's do it at the same time. Ready? Set. What? Go. Oh, yeah. Dang it. I cracked him earlier. I don't have hey, a hey, lot of juice. You want to hear me. a neck crack? Yikes. I can't go. crack the neck. You, I, I bet you can't even hear that on the recording. I heard it in my ears. So you'll hear it. Mm-hmm. You'll hear it. (laughs) That's a top five sound right there. That's a great sound. Uh, Okay, I got another one for you. Uh Uh-huh. I've really been noticing lately, some people are some complete psychos out there with how they hold pens and pencils. Whoa. Some people are writing. Here, throw me that pen. This is how I hold a pen. Yeah, that's normal. I'm seeing grown adults out there that are like... I kid you not, dude. I saw a grown man writing like Did this they not the other day. Get taught properly in kindergarten? I don't know. It's like, are you a caveman who's just like, oh, 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 oh. How did their like, teacher let them let that slide? The teacher must not have cared. The most unhinged, crazy thing in the world is watching a left-hander, right? Like I'm holding <laughs> Because due to the smudging. They have to like hold their oh, yeah. hand a or certain it's, way. It's all over themselves. It's like crooked like this, like a shepherd's hook. Yep. And then when you're holding the pencil in a psychotic way, like I am now, yeah. the whole thing is just chaotic energy and I can't watch <laughs> you write. But you guys out there that are listening, you know what I'm talking about with how left handers mm-hmm. ho- have to angle their whole wrist a peculiar way to write without smudging. And then you factor in just a bizarre grip on a pencil. I can't handle it. Game over. 
I can't handle it. Some people, I know, I remember when we were in elementary, they put it between the ring and the middle finger. Oh, I would. Which I don't understand how they did that. That's weird, too. But it's got to be uh, index middle. You want to th- know something's crazy? Chad Chad Buckholtz of Vista Paints. Weirdo. He writes all his numbers from the bottom up. Uh, what? <laughs> Dude, every time I watch that guy write up a sales ticket, that's so weird. I can't figure out how he does it. it every from the e- bottom up. Yep. So a one is like a slash from the bottom. How up. How does he make a two? Does he go backwards from the bottom up? Whoa! I don't. I can't even do it. Wait, what? That's- Dude, his own dad, like the first day, told me he goes, "Yeah, sometimes Chad's numbers are hard to read because he writes everything from the bottom up, and I don't know why." And it's like, well, Tony, you're half responsible yeah. for this. You raised the kid. <laughs> Take some ownership. No, I used to do this when in middle in elementary, just goofing around just to see if I could do it. I would write like this. Oh no. Just just when I got bored and had to mix it up. <laughs> For those that don't know at home, I, I call this the ninja turtle because it's almost like you just have three fingers. Yeah. You know, and I just see if I could write like that. It's between the middle and the ring finger. But straight like, up and down but like, basically. It's way wedged in the crevasse. Yeah, it's yeah. all the way in there by the knuckles. Um, my son brought you up today. Uh oh. So we're watching the Braves game tonight, and I go, <laughs> I said, I got to go to Ped's house after dinner. And you know what he said? What? It could be a while. He eats a lot of corn. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes. No way. Hobbs said That's it. That's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I took out my phone, and I'm like, I got to write that down because that is so. My kids heard that you ate, like, I think it was maybe on a pod because they listen to the pod in the car. They love it. I uh, think you mentioned eating like eat eight sweet corn in one yeah. sitting, and it must have stuck in his brain. <laughs> just stuck with him. It's going to take a while. A- he eats a lot of corn. <laughs> Isn't it amazing what sticks with kids? Unbelievable. It's going to take a while. He eats a lot of corn. Oh, that's hey, amazing. Speaking of food, mm-hmm. how about my guy Jordan Bohannon today? Nah, garbage. <laughs> Jordan Bohannon, he all time uh, three point leader at the University of Iowa, so upsetting. agrees with me that lemon bunt cake is lemon. And he didn't even hear it on our podcast episode. Is lemon buns cake? <laughs> it's buns cake. It's buns. It's trash. Yeah, it's garbage. He says random. He says random topic. Had lemon bunt cake for the first time ever today. All time gross dessert. Made me so mad. What <laughs> did do it? Made me so happy. Dang it! There goes my pen. Lemon bunt cake is great. How are you going to disagree with the all-time Hawkeye three-point shooter? How? I wouldn't disagree if he was a post player. <laughs> that's that's all I got. Um, you know what I could really go for? A heavyweight two or a major pain two. Oh. I would really like a sequel of both of those. It's amazing that major pain... I, I use the word succeeded loosely. It's not like it was a box office yeah. smash. But like I watched it. I think this summer. Tubby, tubby. I think I watched it this summer, and I'm like, "How did he get away the whole movie doing that voice? It's yeah. a really annoying voice." I don't think that movie could be made today. No, I don't know I, if either of them could. People are too sensitive now, probably. But it's just a just good jovial fun. Both of those. I'd I've love never to see seen it. heavyweights. I'd love to see heavy. What? <laughs> I've never seen it. Whoa! I love how that just stopped you in your tracks. Like we gotta have a, we gotta have a heavyweights night. I'm down. Dude, it's so good. Isn't it basically the same guy from Dodgeball? I mean, yeah. That's, White Goodman? Yeah, it's kind of how he is. Isn't it Tony something? Tony Perkis. Tony Perkis. Dude, it's so good. We got to watch it sometime. Um, is he related to Sandy Perkis from Saving Silverman? Cousins. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, have you seen the videos for the human quote-unquote horse competitions? Oh, yeah. Where Who's, they're literally riding stick horses. Did you send this to me? I don't know if I did. Maybe. Human equestrian? It's very annoying. Unhinged behavior. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's delusional. Like, why do people think this is acceptable? It's mental It's mental illness. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain. You are They're- riding around on... F- on. It's like the hobby horse thing. Yeah. It's a broom with a horse head. Yeah. But people are making legitimate contests with judges and awards. And it's... <sighs> like, if you want to do that for why? fun, that's fine. But you shouldn't make it an organized activity, because now... Now it's reaching delusion level. It's a, yeah. it's like professional cornhole. It's too far. <laughs> why is this like? Why why did, why are things like this? You happening? know what? The, you know what? There's going to be a crowd out there that says, "If it makes them happy, why do you care?" I don't know because it's just like it's weird. It's really it's weird. It's Really weird. And, and I mean, it's just it shouldn't be done. Period. Who it, cares if it makes them happy? There's a lot of things your your kids wanted to stick forks in sockets because it would make them happy, but you said no. 
I can come into your living room butt naked and howl at the moon. It makes me happy, but I still shouldn't do it. <laughs> Amen. That's isn't that, that's from Hoosiers, right? Yes. He says, "What does he say? There's two kinds of get men, and the, there's two kinds of guys. One that gets naked and howls at the moon, and one that does it in my living room. One I don't care about. The other one I'm kind of forced to deal with." <laughs> what a line! Yeah. Oh man. Um, I got a bone to pick with you because of your editing from the last episode. Oh no. I forgot about this. It's BS what you did to me. <laughs> I also don't really remember doing it, but I do apologize. Listeners, this guy has begged me. Begged me. <laughs> I'm going to do it in a Christopher Walken voice. He begged me <laughs> for months to talk about TV first kisses. <clears throat> I kept saying, no, it's stupid. Nobody wants to hear about it. It's dumb. He kept saying, we're doing it. We're doing it. I kept saying, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> we did it. I contributed. I gave my number one. Kevin and Winnie from the Wonder Years. What does this guy do? This jokester, this chucklehead? He edits it out of the podcast. How dare you, sir? I don't know why I did it or how it happened. How dare you, sir? But I do remember you saying it when I was listening back while I was editing, and I don't know how it got in the mix to get taken out. I do apologize. How can you just fall asleep at the wheel during editing? It makes me concerned. I was probably thinking about future podcast episodes while editing the current podcast episode that I lost track. Yeah. And who took the fall for that mistake? Me. And the yeah. listeners would have 100% agreed with me that Kevin and Winnie from the Wonder Years number one TV first kiss. I don't know about that, but it's a good one. Her brother died in Vietnam that episode. I've never, I've never seen it, to be honest with you. How can you be... So he said, oh, so this cavalier. Is he said her brother died, so I'm going to smooch her. This is my time. No. Talk about not having self-awareness. No, listen. Listen. <laughs> her brother dies in Vietnam. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert show from a show that went off 30. the air 35 years ago. <laughs> um, she is devastated. Yep. They Kevin and Winnie already had feelings for each other. Fair. She goes to the woods because she's sad. Oh. Kevin brings his New York Jets jacket. Oh. Got to remember, this is the era of Broadway Joe. Yeah. He sits on the rock next to her. He puts his jacket around her. They have a moment. They smooch. Iconic. That is iconic. Also, because for kids my age who were like eight when that show was in its heyday, Winnie was everything. She was the bee's niece. Is this Winnie Cooper? Yeah. She was the girl next door. She was... Smoke show. Well, when you're eight, careful. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like every kid in the early 90s, like, had a crush on Winnie Cooper. She was a girl next door. It's kind of like when you're a kid, like DJ DJ Tanner. Yeah, Topanga. It's different than, like, Kelly Kapowski. That's a different ball game. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Topanga, DJ, Winnie. It was like, it was like first crush, puppy love, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So... I still remember the time seeing I Know What You Did Last Summer for the first time and Jennifer Love Hewitt taking my breath away. I've never seen that movie. Whew. Don't they hit a guy with their car? Yep. Doesn't he kill people with an ice pick thing, an yep. ice hook? Yep. Maybe I have seen that movie. Man, she is in the Hall of Fame. I thought and I Know What You Did Last Summer was like the Diet Coke of Scream. Like Scream is Coke. I, it's kind of like a, a lesser tier. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's not... It's not on the Mount Rushmore of horror movies by any means. Teen horror movies. Yeah. What about 90s teen horror movies? Mm, save it for October. Mm. Okay. <laughs> one more um, thought. Yes, sir. If you were on a desert island and you could only bring the movies from one actor, who's, which actor wow. would you pick? Our our brains have synced up like women's menstrual cycles. I just heard this talked was, about in a recent pod from somebody I else. I was just randomly thinking about this today. I was like thinking about greatest actor of all time. And I was like, oh, we should just say like, who's this absolute one actor we'd have to have. If we could only have movies ever from one actor. This is wild. That you so this Desert up. Island, you can only bring movies from one actor. Who are you bringing? Oh, my goodness. Um, Emilio Estevez? You know how much I love Kevin Costner. <laughs> Oh really? So let's talk. But it's not. I'm not saying it's him. I know. We're just. You get feel the dreams. You three get, that popped in my you head get right perfect, away. You'd uh, what is it for love of the game? Mm -hmm. Feel the dreams. Bull Durham. Mm -hmm. Draft day. Tin cup. A lot of, um, that's five sports movies right off the bat. Yeah. 
Man, there's some good ones. There's Water so World? <laughs> Water the World. The Bodyguard? Yeah. Is that the one where he's in the... Um, where's the one where he's the Coast Guard? Oh. The, is it The Bodyguard? No, no, no. The bodyguard. No, 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 no. The bodyguard is him and Whitney Houston, and uh, and him and Ashton Kutcher. That's a different one. That is the Coast Guard. Is that a really good movie? That's not called like Watch Over Me, was it? Something with like Watch. That's a good movie. Yeah, I've heard that's good. I've never seen it. You're also getting Dances with Wolves. Yep, he won the Oscar for that classic. The Postman. I don't think that was any good. Never seen it. I don't know what other Kevin Costner movies are out there. He had a high peak, but a short one. Yeah. I mean, instantly. I I, I, I've got mine down to like two or three actors. Honestly, though, man, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Let's talk Tom Cruise. You get Mission Impossibles. Okay. You're getting the Mission Impossibles. My all-time favorite action movie. You're getting two Top Guns. Yep. You're getting Days of Thunder. Which is in my top 10 all time. I love it so much. What else are you getting from Cruise? Jerry you, Maguire. Jerry Maguire, Collateral. Few Good Men. Tropic Thunder. Honor. Honor. Wait, that's A Few Good Men. A Few Good Men, yeah. You can't handle the truth. That's A Few Good Men. Uh, you're getting The Firm. You're getting Risky Business. You're getting All the Right Moves. You get um, Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Both of those. Uh, Night. Night, Night and, and Day. Day. Night and with Day. With Cameron Diaz. Wow. You Tom get, Cruise. You get Austin Powers 3. True. Because he had a cameo. What else though? Like holy crap! Early nineties, he had more. Oh, cocktail. Yeah. I st- Tom Cruise was an initial one for me, but I think I think I'm just influenced. Oh, you get Magnolia too. I think I was just influenced by Mission Impossible and Days of Thunder. Yeah. And Top Gun. For me, it probably comes down to Tom Hanks, Christian Bale. Whoa. Or Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow, no Denzel. No, I like Denzel, but. Not his cat, not his whole catalog. See, with Leo, you're getting like The Departed, Gangs of New York, um, Titanic, the, the Aviator, Titanic. You're getting Catch Me If You Can, Inception, Inception. I mean, Great Gatsby. Yeah, you're also getting like What's Eating Gilbert Grape, which I don't care that much about. You know, I think I just really like his Scorsese movies. I'm really interested in his new one. Was it Killers of the Flower Moon? Did you say the town. He's not in the town. Or not the town. The Departed. Uh, the I said Departed. The Departed. He's in this new movie with Scorsese called Killers of the Flower Moon. It's like a period piece, Native Americans. Hmm. It looks really good. But I think I might take Christian Bale. Do tell. You're getting the Batman series. Mm-hmm. Um, the Prestige. Vice. Vice. I just watched The Big Short again. I love The Big Short. Unbelievable movie. You know what but- else is unbelievable he's in? The boxing movie. Oh, with Mark Wahlberg. Yes. The fighter. Yeah. I, I watched that two weeks ago. So good. So good. Christian he, Bale's amazing. I, he's one of my favorite actors. Um, the Big Short is so good. Dang, that's a good movie. I wish there was more movies like The Big Short. Did we say Vice? Yeah. Oh, with Leo, you're also getting um, Don't Look Up. That was that new Oh, that was song. a good movie. Is there any actors we're forgetting? I mean, Tom Hanks, you're getting Forrest Gump. You're getting... Road to Perdition. <laughs> Road to Perdition, um, <laughs> big. Yep. Um, when Private Her- Ryan, um, Saving Private Ryan, you're getting Sleepless in Seattle, and you've got mail. Um, oh, do I have Larry to take- Crown? Do I have to take Polar Express? That movie sucks. Larry Crown, Bachelor Party. What did he win the Oscars for? Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. Oh, but you're getting that thing you do. Yeah, that movie's great. He's in a, he's, he's just was in a huge one recently. The Elvis one. Oh, or was that Giamatti? No, 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 no. He was in it. He was, uh, he played uh, Elvis's manager. Yeah. Did you watch that movie? Uh-uh. It's horrendous. Is it? I heard it's bad really bad. Yeah. What about Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey's great. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Liar, Liar. Both yeah. Ace Ventura's. Yeah. The Mask. The Mask. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Me, Myself, and Irene. Man on the Moon. Yeah. The Cable Guy. Um, Truman Show, <laughs> Truman Show, The Majestic. Good. I don't know. I like Joaquin Phoenix, but you know Robert De Niro would be up there too. There's yeah, one of De Niro moves. I think I'm taking Tom Cruise. I think I'm taking Christian Bale. Can't go wrong with either. And if you're gonna go directors, it's either Spielberg or Christopher Nolan for me. I'm a huge Guy Ritchie fan. Oh, I also like Tarantino. Yeah. What about Brad Pitt? Oceans. Yeah, he's good. And Glorious Bastards. <laughs> Um, Fight Club. 
What else are you getting with Brad Pitt? Thelma and Louise, Legends of the Fall, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, mm-hmm. Troy, Troy. The did you say Inglorious Bastards? Yep. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is also DiCaprio. I could have got DiCaprio yeah, for that. Did not like that movie. I I've liked it more upon future watchings. Yeah. All right, that we got a lot of we got a lot of mileage out of that. That's a good one to think about. There are some monsters out there. Is there any actor we're just totally forgetting? No, De Niro and Pacino are probably the two. Miles Teller. I'm just kidding. Whiplash. You got a ways to go, young man. Yep. Alrighty. All right. Um, it is time for the meat, the slow cooked, delicious ribeye of the episode. You brought this up to me a while back, Ryan. If you were king of the world. What rules would you make? Oh, shoot. What? I just thought of a great one earlier while I was on the couch, and I forgot to write it down. I didn't write any of mine down. Shiver me timbers. <clears throat> it was absolutely epic, and I'm so mad I forgot it. Fart. Oh, well. Um, I'm going to do my first one. Yep. Take a test once per year to prove that you can drive the speed limit or you lose your license. How would anybody fail that? get nervous because you made them go the speed limit and they say i can't take it you know it's a speed limit there's too many slow drivers out there well it's a limit it's just supposed to be the top end well our top end needs to be higher okay everyone i think the speed limit needs to be 65 for real really for real for real no cap (laughs) what's uh what's your net what's your first one uh mine have a lot to do with baseball like we're getting rid of the pitch clock (laughs) Um, a lot of people like that that's fine they're wrong you're right. Lots of people like it, but lots of people like the Kardashians too. So, um, <laughs> that was okay. really really funny what you so, sent me on oh, Instagram. <laughs> the baseball thing, I would say, we're getting rid of the pitch clock. We're getting rid of the play-in game. Um, we're getting we're going to keep the DH in both leagues. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else Rob Manfred has ruined about baseball. <laughs> we're not expanding. There's too many teams already. There is. There actually needs to be probably four less teams. Yeah. We're only going to have eight teams make the playoffs. And we're just going to go back to, in each league, a West and an East. So an NL East, NL West. Top two in each one. That's it. Top two in each one. Win. win I like your, that. Finish top two in your division. Top eight go to the playoffs. Four and four. There we go. Simplified. Bada boom, bada bing. There you go. Uh, my next one is I'm going to outlaw conference realignment. College sports are being ruined before our very eyes. And what I don't would you like go it. back to? Like the big eight? Like 2000s, like the way conferences were in the 2000s. Like, loved it. I would say right around 2003. Just I'm, thinking awesome. of co- I'm thinking of college football 03. The Big 12 still has AM, Missouri. They never left. Do they have TCU Nebraska, at that point? I, like, I kind of like Nebraska in the Big 10, but no. they can stay in the Big 12. Nebraska's a Big 12 team. I just, the real, I mean, in 10 years, it's going to be the long-term implications of what's happening right now are bad. Yeah, I don't. College sports is headed down a bad path. I think what's going to happen is you're going to have basically like an elite an elite D1 league with like, what, 50 teams in it? Well, they said it's a matter only a matter of time before athletes officially become employees and uh, half the schools won't be able to afford to pay them and then just you'll just have half the universities with no sports. I don't know how to fix the whole thing because it was kind of crazy how much money was flowing into college athletics and none of it going to the athletes. Yeah. But like coaches were making too much money. We're just weird in that we're the only country that I know of that uses college as sports entertainment. Yeah. Everybody else in the world just uses college for vocational training and you just have like pro sports clubs. Mm-hmm. That's just what you have. But here and, and I wish we could go back to the days when people were like legit student athletes. I think like in the 60s. In the 60s, I feel like the star football players still wore a, a Letterman sweater and went to class. <laughs> well, the athlete, the big time athletes now don't even have a college experience anymore because they have a managing, like a management team and all this stuff around them because they got all this NIL money. Like, I part be- of college is you just go hang out with. Your dudes and or you your eat Totino's friends. pizza at like two in the morning. And you do dumb stuff and you're finally out of the house for the first time and man, they're just missing out. I'm also convinced with zero evidence whatsoever. I cannot back this up. I don't think any of these kids are going to class and doing their schoolwork. 
Who knows? Just watching that Johnny Manziel documentary. That was wild. And I'm like, so you're flying to Vegas all Manziel the time. also is a complete outlier. But listen, he is not an outlier in terms of big-time D1 athlete. You're flying to Vegas all the time. You're signing autographs in your hotel room. You're partying with famous people nonstop. You cannot tell me Johnny Manziel in the middle of a party at like DJ Khaled's house is like, <laughs> oh, crap. I have an anthropology paper due tonight at midnight. I got to go. He's probably paying someone to do it for if him. There is someone in his entourage that was doing his homework for him. Yep. Or his teachers just did not care. Yep. Because that guy did not have time to do what I did and sit in his dorm room and write a 10-page paper. He just didn't have time for that. Yep. And you you and I both know, if you're one and done college basketball player, you are not going to class after January. Nope. Zero. There's no point. Nope. Zero. Yeah. So it's not really... We're kidding ourselves if we think this is still college sports. No, it's definitely it's definitely going away from that. And it's unfortunate. It's sad. Why can't we just break off college sports entirely from the college? Like, just be like, oh, I play for the UNC Tar Heels. I don't – the whole purpose of me is I just bring money into the college. Mm-hmm. I don't go to class. I am a college employee, just like the janitor or that professor – my job is just to generate revenue for the college. Get paid like 50 grand a year, play football. Sure. Heck of a life for an 18 to 22 year old. You don't get a degree when you're done. Nope. But. But you got money, a good work ethic, go out and make some money, kid. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, yeah, we all have college teams. And the, the whole point of the team is just to generate money. So the rest of us get nice buildings yeah. and nice. But let's not kid ourselves. These kids aren't students. You know, that's that. What if we just operated that way? They're just afraid to call it out and just. Everyone's afraid to just say it. And if some kid wants to go to college and get a degree and play, he can. But I think you should have to decide. Are you here to get a degree and play sports and thus get paid nothing? Or are you like, I'm not, I don't care about the degree. Yep. You don't have to, I, I will walk away from this college with no degree and maybe I don't get drafted in the last four years. All I did was just get paid and I'm an employee. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And you still get the, the four years of eligibility or whatever. I mean, this is not a terrible idea. No. And if you opt into that lane, you're not going to class. You're not getting an education. I'd choose that route. That'd be a heck of a time. All mm. right. What's your next one? If you were king of the world. World peace. <laughs> Solid answer. <laughs> um, I just said- won the Miss America pageant. <laughs> what, oh, what does that lady say in that clip where she just goes? It's bad. Completely off the rails. Doesn't it's she say so something bad. about the Iraq? Yeah. And it's so... <laughs> Awful. And it's like you get secondhand embarrassment. You just want to crawl in a hole for her because every, she's so and, dumb. And Mario Lopez goes, oh, great answer. And everyone claps. Like, just be honest, Mario. Tell her she's an idiot. I wish he would have done the Jim Downey from Billy Madison, the whole like, we're all dumber now listening to you. No, <laughs> I would say, I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It would be 100% illegal to drive with an animal on your lap if I was king of the world. Good call. Yes. Uh, speaking of animals. People are only allowed to have pets from shelters until all shelters are empty. None of this. Let's go buy an $8,000 special breed dog business. What if the one dog at the shelter that you could buy is like crazy and like bites everybody? Figure it out. Call up Caesar. He'll figure it out. Who's Caesar? Caesar Milan. Who is that? You don't know who Caesar Milan is? The dog whisperer? <laughs> How would I know who that is? I figured everyone knew who Caesar Milan is. Is this Milan one of those is. crappy shows on TLC? It's been on TV before. He goes into people's houses. They have crazy dogs. Oh, and, you're and thinking. He, oh, you're thinking of the nanny. And <laughs> and he finds a way to tame them, and he calms them down, and trains them, and gets the people to know how to take care of their dog. Caesar Milan. Never heard of him. Wow, it kind of shocks me. Anyway, really, I used to be Catholic. How about this one? <laughs> <laughs> Caesar, <laughs> kids are required to be outside one hour per day minimum and five hours minimum in the summer. Say that again. One hour per day. One hour per day minimum. Kids are required to be outside doing something or five hours per day minimum in the summer. Any any exceptions? Just go outside. Any exceptions? I mean, there's probably some if some emergency happens. Well, just stand by your statement, you coward. 
No, no exceptions. So it, it get is, outside. So in a heat advisory, hundred and five out. You want kids outside yeah. for five hours? I bail hay in heat advisories. You don't have kids, right? I'm just these double checking. Can, these kids can go just outside. Just checking. You don't have kids, right? Find a shade. You don't have kids? No. Okay. Find a shade tree. I've bailed in many heat advisories. You know what I do? Drink water and deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? This I I didn't see that coming from you. That yep. You were thinking about. How the kids are spending their time. They get outside. I have I have one. Okay. No iPads at restaurant dinner tables. That's amazing. <laughs> Teach your kids how to be freaking humans. Yep. And deal with life without Scooby Scotcher in his face or whatever some kid show is called. <laughs> Scooby Scotcher? I don't know. Yeah, clearly you don't know. <laughs> um, if the kid needs the iPad to not freak out and like cry, he ain't old enough to go to dinner yet. Sorry, oh, we're staying home. Yeah, and don't take him to a movie theater either. Yeah, no. I liked watching that movie with your kids. They're very well behaved. Thank you. Their mother is to, uh, gets all the credit. <laughs> I almost said to blame. <laughs> to blame. Yeah. All right. Taylor Swift. She has to take a polygraph to prove she only dates guys for songs. If I'm king of the world. you ha- Your beef with taylor swift is one of the weirdest beefs of all time (laughs) like you're just beefing with a prolific songwriter who's also really good looking like you just hate her and i don't get it she's not good looking what she's not good looking adam and my beef with her is almost as weird as grass-fed beef from california adam she's not good looking adam she's too skinny adam tall adam no curves adam Ugh. adam I stand by what I say. Stop. She's not attractive. Adam, you are saying <laughs> crazy things. No, I'm not. And this I think is, a lot of people out there agree with me. Adam, this is an intervention. I you have you are the I'm not the least bit attracted to Taylor you. You have Well, I don't think she's the least bit attracted to you. Mutual feelings. <laughs> I like it. But you have reached the level of delusion to think that Taylor Swift is not an attractive she's not. woman. She's just got a gross body. She's pencil. She's like a pencil. You ha- you cannot leave that in there. Oh, I have to. No, you don't. It's my truth. No, it's... Speak your truth. It is, makes you look so bad. I'm leaving it. Because <laughs> it's my truth, Ryan. It's it's a horrible thing to say. And it's not true. <laughs> in my mind, it is. It's, it's not even like a debatable fact. It's just like an objective law of the universe. In your mind. She's a good-looking person. I think a lot of people out there agree with me. Define a lot. Millions. No. <laughs> Adam. What's your next one? <laughs> um, <laughs> olives would only be used for olive oil. They yep. would never be eaten. Amen to that. And I would decree, because I'm a king, so it would be a decree, decree. No olives in salads ever again. Amen. Especially pasta salad. And keep them off the pizza. Both pizza. of those things don't need to happen. No, Pizza Ranch, we're looking at you. Your Supreme Pizza might as well just be called an olive pizza. Stop it. Yeah. Um, regional baseball networks are instantly reinstated back to how they were in the 2000s. Oh, I forgot. I was going to bring that up about no the baseball thing. No more blackouts. Stupid. Give us back our Fox Sports North, our Fox Sports Midwest. I want to just watch a game and not have to worry about if it's blacked out or not. For Pete's Peppers. Consolidated TV viewing like the 2000s as well. What does that mean? I will either find a way to consolidate all these streamers into one You're bundle describing package. Cable. You're or, describing cable and satellite. Or they're all canceled and we're just bringing back cable and dish. I liked life then. It was nice. Kate, when it was just cable, dish. It is weird that we're swinging <clears> back to like we hated cable and dish because they made us pay for all these channels we didn't want. They just take everything too far. I don't want C-SPAN, but I have to pay for <clears> it. <throat> mm-hmm. And so the channels we liked said, hey, we'll just stream ourselves. Cool. Then they start charging so much that you're like, screw it. I'll go back to the cable. Mm-hmm. Life was great when it was cable, DirecTV or Dish Network, and Netflix. Mm. Life was good. Yeah, we didn't need anything. Well, life and, was good. Though. And Amazon Prime because... Netflix, let's face it, the catalog of movies is not great. No. You always type something in the search bar, and they're like, like for instance, you're typing in Saving Private Ryan, and it autofills like, oh, Saving Private Ryan? You're like, oh, sweet, they have it. You click on it, it's like, 
here's movies that are like Saving Private Ryan. And yeah. You're like, what are you doing? There's been some great originals on Netflix, though. Dude, I like their documentaries. Great documentaries. I just started Extraction watching Tiger King for the first time. Phenomenal movies. For real? Yeah, I'd never it's seen so it before. Good. That guy. It's crazy. Joe Exotic is like, he's like a crazy human Mad Lib. He's crazy. Like, you're describing the guy and you're like, he is a redneck cowboy, homosexual, <laughs> polygamist, magician, big cat breeder. And you're like, that is a Mad Lib. Like, <laughs> as you were describing him. I didn't know what word you were going to say next every time, and I was shocked every time you would describe a new mm-hmm. aspect of it. And now he's also imprisoned for life. presidential candidate. But he's 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 not getting out, right? Well, he Is keeps, he saying, the rest he of his keeps life? saying that they told him he's going to, and then you hear all these phone calls he's making to someone you saying, can't they lie, him. they lie. You can't believe him. He's a weirdo. <laughs> Guess what? That part's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I will uh, never financially recover from this. Nope. That was hilarious. <laughs> That's his first response to a worker getting yep. their arm bitten off. I will never financially recover from mm-hmm. this. That's all I got for now. I think this needs to be a running segment. A few times a year, as we think of things, we would outlaw. Oh, we, are we, we bring them up because I had one. I don't have any more, but do you have more? Yeah, I have one more. Let's go. Um, if I'm king of the world, I am the only person from now on that can eat Grandma Pedersen's red velvet cake. I will overthrow your kingdom so fast. <laughs> I will imprison you. Well, trust me. In a high I will, tower. I was a world-class salesman. I will recruit people to find you and stab you. You <laughs> you were not a world-class salesman of reams of paper. Oh, I was a great salesman. Sell me on paper right now. Hey, buddy. You got to print this document. <laughs> First Can't off, do it without paper. <laughs> <laughs> Poor opening. Weak opening. Hey, buddy. Uh, anyway, good hey, times. Did you ever see that episode of The Simpsons where uh, Homer and, and his dad made that love tonic? Sim- oh, yes, yes, Sim- yes. Simpson and Son, yes. like, love tonic. And uh, <laughs> Homer tries to sell it in the mall, you know? Yeah. And he walks up to a guy and he goes, You, sir, look like a person who struggles to pleasure his wife. <laughs> <laughs> he gets punched in the eye. <laughs> it's such a... Such a funny scene. Uh, Gus Simpsons. Um, do you want to do back to school PE games or not? What is a back to school PE game? Oh, I said it, I was just saying in honor of back to school, we should list our favorite PE games. Yeah, go for it. Um, do you have some? Because yeah. I wrote down four. Yeah, go for it. That came to the top of my head. Well, we played one called Sackett. <laughs> it was a. It was. Is a, this where you guys were pretending to be Reggie White? It was like the bear, like or not the bear, like the. The square like thing that you can throw baseballs into a net. Yeah, we had one of those set up, but it was like a wooden paddle you hit the rubber ball with, and we had all these different boundaries around the gym, and I just dominated. It was so, so much. So you'd fun. ricochet it off that. Yeah, it could was so much catch fun. It? People could catch it off the wall, and then you could also throw it at the person, hit them to get them out. It was a good time. Where did you run after and you? So you, we had bases, and then you had to if they were trying to go for an extra base, and you threw it back and got it in the sack, the net. Before they got to the base, they're out. Is this one of those and nets that's like to... pulled tight? So like in the backyard, it would like rebound it to you. No, the ball goes in there, and you have to go like get it out. Then so how do you, how do people catch it off the wall? It just goes in the net and falls down. Well, like if you catch it off the wall in the gym and turn around and throw it back to the sack while they're running the bases, but you don't hit it into the sack. No, the oh, sack is behind oh. you. The sack is like home plate. Oh, see, here's what I imagined in my mind. It's a rebound net like you had in the backyard when we were kids mm-hmm. for fielding grounders. Mm-hmm. And you hit it into that and it goes boing and like ricochets out into the field and then nope. they try to catch it. Nope. The sack is like home plate. Good time. I had some legendary throws from across the gym into the sack getting people out. I'm not sure sack needs to be like, why why, why call it? What would you call it? They be- call be- it beat the sack. It. Oh, sack, sack it. it. <laughs> sack it. Um, physio ball. Do you know what that is? Listen, we're going to have a lot of sports we both name that we don't know what they are because it was a name that only our PE teachers came up with. Yeah. Did you have one called Steal the Bacon? No. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like all the nice. sports we loved were just named by our individual <laughs> PE teachers. So, so this physio ball is this giant ball, almost like one of those big exercise balls. It was a little heavier sure. than one. Sure. And you basically like played soccer with it. And you had goals in our teams, and I, w- me, and like maybe two other people, I was the best one at it because it was heavy ball, so it was hard to kick, and I could just launch it. 
because I was our kicker. Got a strong leg. Okay. I'm a beefy boy. And I just dominated that game. But it was dangerous because I would kick that thing so hard and it would hit people and knock them over. There was a girl in our class who runs right in front of me as I'm kicking it into the goal one time. That's to block it. It hits her, knocks her back like 10 feet into the wall. And she like hits her head on the wall, falls down, hits her head on the floor. She's crying. Oh, it was a mess. I thought it was hilarious. Don't get in the way of my kicks. I had a... We had steal the bacon. So what's that? Steal the bacon was we got split up into two teams, and each team goes and sits against the wall of the opposing side of the gym, and then a bowling pin is put at midcourt. And then our PE teacher, Mr. Hucky, would yell out two kids' names and then like count a three or something. Mm-hmm. And you had to run out, grab the pin, and get back to your side without getting touched. Mm. That's fun. It was pretty good. That is a good one. We also had guard the kingdom. Like capture the flag? No. Again, bowling pins. <laughs> Three bowling pins along the baseline of each side of the gym. Uh-huh. Can't cross half court. And dodgeballs. You're trying to knock down the other team's pins. Ooh. And there's rules about like how close you can get to the pin. Because there's always that kid that says he's just going to straddle the this pin and stand over it. Game. Yeah, but you have to make rules about like how close people can stand to each pin. Or else yep. they just form a wall around it and it's really stupid. Yep. So for us, I think it was like they were in f- out of bounds territory and you couldn't cross like the actual baseline to, to block. Balls. I like that. So you try to like airmail it and drop it in right behind him and hit the pin. I like that. That's cool. Uh, the scooter games, all any of the games we didn't play those the, in my school. I feel like you never scoot around on those finger breakers. No, I don't remember. Like, Man. I know, I know it was a common thing, but I don't remember doing it. Dude, we used to scoot around on those and like kick beach balls around, or is the one you sat your feet or up on the handlebar? Yep, and you like drove it with your feet. Those were so fun. You'd race around the gym playing tag on them and stuff. Some of those ones that have like crazy handles at the side, I don't even know how like how you made them go. It was like a your body like did like this thing mm-hmm. and somehow it would cause it to go forward. Yep. Uh, and then kickball was another one I wrote down. That was my time to shine. I would just launch that thing a kickball kickball. I was, I just liked wiffle ball. Like I'm going wiffle straight up a good wiffle time. ball, kickball, wiffle ball, all great times. So many more. We played a lot of rough 21 as we got older in PE rough 21. Is that just 21 with basketball? Yeah. And you just beat the crap out of each other. Any tip you could tip it also tip 21. P- wiffle ball will forever be my favorite PE game. And our gym was perfect in that, like, they had this green stripe painted along the wall that was perfect for, like, a home run marker. There was a pipe going up the wall that was perfect for a foul pole. And then when the bleachers were pushed in, we had these green we had these green seating pads that mm-hmm. would just, when the bleachers were all pushed in, they would just lay flat. So we basically, we had what we called the green monster because that was our school color. That was the color of the pads. Mm-hmm. It was like a padded wall you could jump into. And if you hit it above the wall, it was a homer. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So, like, our gym, it felt like, was just perfectly set up for wiffle ball. We that loved amazing. it. We played wiffle ball in the fall. We called it the World Series. And then we played basketball for, like, three or four months. And then we played wiffle ball in the spring. <laughs> like, when I was in high school, I feel like we played two things in PE, and we took them very seriously. Hey, you got to do, you gotta do. If you were not going to take it seriously, you could either walk around the perimeter of the gym yep. or go into the weight room where there was uh, a... TV cart with Tybo DVDs. <laughs> Tybo DVDs. I'm serious. You get in there with Tybo. Billy Blanks. I forgot about Tybo. And a lot of the girls would just sit in there and just sit there and talk because the PE teacher didn't even go into the weight room to see if you were doing oh, anything. Oh, you got in trouble if you didn't like do something active in our PE. Our PE teacher sat in the corner and read a newspaper a lot of times, our high school PE teacher. And then we would start yelling about some call and wiffle ball, and he'd hear us fighting about it, and he'd just look over his paper and go, safe. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd just say, like, out. And we'd be like, dude, you didn't watch. He's like, I said safe. And we're like, fine. <laughs> Move on. Like, yeah, that's, like, all we did, I felt like. Maybe a bowling unit for, like, a week. Nice. But I feel like our PE teacher would – this is when we were upperclassmen. When you're freshman, you do what you're told. Yep. But he'd come into our upperclassmen PE, and he'd be like, all right, guys, new unit today. We're starting floor hockey. We'd be like, no, we won't play wiffle ball. This is America. We're not playing hockey. And he'd be like, fine. But next week, we're starting floor hockey. And you guys can it. play wiffle ball this week. Wiffle ball. Next week, same story. <laughs> Until eventually, he, we'd be like, no, we want to play basketball. It's like November now. 
All right, but we're starting floor hockey next week. We'd always be like, dude, this is America, not Canada. Yep. We're not playing hockey and PE. Get it out. Yeah, so wiffle ball, basketball, wiffle ball. What's better than that? Can't beat it. Nope. Good old PE. I always had to shower, too, before going back to class. I was disgustingly sweaty. I balled out in PE. Did you Same. ever, in PE, like in the spring, was the high jump mat in the gym? Oh, yeah. Oh, and that was just prime WWF. Oh, yes. We got yelled at so many Up times. Ours like, was in front of the stage. We could jump off the stage onto it. We'd jump off the green monster, the yes. bleachers. And it was always like, stop choke slamming each other onto the green, onto the high <laughs> jump mat. Stop giving each other rock bottoms and stone cold stunners <laughs> onto the mat. Like, oh, we used to get yelled at all the time for that. I love it. Or when, I guess when we were kids, we'd do a roller skating unit. And in the, we always did it in the spring. Roller skating? We didn't do that. Dude, our gym had a closet with a full set of roller skates of all kinds of sizes. Good grief. I feel like that's not common. It's not. It's like basically, it's like they bought out the inventory of a roller rink because <laughs> it was literally like, oh, you need a size 12 and a half? We got them. You need a seven and a half? We got them. <laughs> and we would just get going as fast as we could around the gym and then just fly onto that high jump mat. That sounds incredible. And then your buddy would do it. and You'd get whacked in the head by a roller skate. Not good. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. 90s quick hitter? I thought that was it. No. Th- okay, go ahead. Uh, sorry. Uh, my 90s quick hitter is just a bygone era wave pools. <laughs> I was in one. I at Oceans- loved wave pools. Oceans of fun. Aren't they fun? I got I got tossed into some lady's butt. <laughs> and my dad made fun of me like, the first? rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> And every time he told the story, my face got farther in her butt. <laughs> like, honestly, when I was a kid, I probably just like, I remember getting thrown into this lady, her backside. I probably just like grazed it. By the time I was like 30, my dad was like, dude, you were like halfway up there. We had to pull you out. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> every time he tells a story, dude, it gets worse. Wave pools. Boji Bay had one in, in Okaboji. They're kind of scary. Dude, so much fun though. The thrill, just incredible. No control. You just a bunch of little human pinballs in there bouncing around. I honestly, I'm surprised there's not like multiple drownings a year at wave pools. They look dangerous. Well, there has been many in wave pools over the years. That's I think that's why they don't have them anymore. Oh, are they extinct? They're not around. I don't know if they're extinct. But I just don't go to water few. parks, so I just assume they were still out there. No, there's very few now. I think they're mainly extinct. Yeah, too dangerous. Hey, you know what we should do? Hmm. We should put a message in a bottle. And throw it in Storm Lake. <laughs> See where it ends up? See where it ends up, man. Hopefully it'll catch one of them little streams that leads to a creek that leads to a river. Maybe somebody, like, we'll throw it in from King's Point. Maybe somebody in Lakeside will find it. <laughs> Two days later. And we'll be like, if you found this, download the Backroads and Bonfires <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, we should. And the date will be August. The date will be September 4th, and 2023. Like, and they'll find it on September 6th, 2023. No, they'll find it. Like, we'll put the date and time, and someone will be like, this is two hours ago. <laughs> what in the world? As long as they download. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. All right. And then we'll say 10% off Fist of Pants. <laughs> Don't forget it. Cousin Price. First Cousin Price. Yep. So that reminds me, if you need paint and stain, mm-hmm. get in there to Vista Paints. Mm-hmm. Proud, proud sponsors. Of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. And proud Iowa Hawkeye fans. And By proud, time you and hear proud this, Americans. Proud Americans. By the time you hear this, the Iowa Hawkeyes are going to be 1-0. Football season is back, baby. Aren't they playing Utah State? Yes, and I'm excited. Oh, man. It's going to be so awesome to see the Hawkeyes win like 8-4. to four. The Utah State Aggies. The Hawkeyes, look out this year. I think they're going to be sneaky good. <laughs> Brian Ferentz is still calling the plays, my guy. Yeah, but we got a non- statue quarterback he's injured right we'll see what happens though he's injured a little banged up all right thanks for listening tell your friends share it on facebook share it on instagram and twitter tell people um let's just see this thing continue to grow and grow and grow and tell who's a better punter it's got a million listeners tory taylor or adam petterson mm. high school adam petterson could hang with tory taylor what was your hang time jay's case it's definitely me what was, your hang- <laughs> what was your hang time? I, I don't know. 4.2? Is that good? That's it? I don't know. We didn't measure it. We just said kick it as far as you could. I think your next YouTube video needs to be you trying to achieve like 
four second hang time on a punt. We should, uh, How deal. far do you think you could punt it today? I don't know. I was way better off the tee as a kicker. Really? But uh, we should do a punting and kicking YouTube video. I would love to see you. I, I still got the shoe if you want me to strap it on. You know how you had J-Bo, uh, Jordan Bohannon, do like Joe's versus pros? Uh-huh. You should do that with kicking, but get like Ray Finkel. <laughs> Deal. Who would you get as a kicker? Nate Kading. Do you think Nate Kading would do it? Oh, probably. What about Tony Yelk? We could get Tony Yelk <laughs> back, maybe, or Kyle Schlicker. Schlicker the kicker. Hey, I'm pretty sure University of Miami in their heyday with like Ken Dorsey and those guys, they had a kicker named Seavers. Yeah, and I think Todd. He's from Iowa. From Ankeny. His, his grandparents dad, lived in Storm Lake. His dad was my computer teacher in middle school. Really? That Woodard Granger. Yeah, his grandparents lived in Storm Lake. Yeah, he always made me put the cardboard thing over my keyboard so I couldn't see. Ankeny had a proud kicking tradition. Really? I went to an Iowa Hawkeye kicking camp in high school, and there was all sorts of like D1 kickers and kids going all over the place, and there was some kid from there, uh, some two kids from Ankeny that were there, and both were going. One was like going to texas tech and the other guy was going to some other big school it was wild and then there was just me out there in my kicking shoe i asked mary your mom once what 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 your deal was and she said a donkey kicked you in the head when you were a child (laughs) for real (laughs) i did get kicked by a baby calf when i was like eight right in the nuts (laughs) really yeah right in the nuts my dad witnessed it thought it was hilarious (laughs) and you know what i you know what i named that calf Kirby. Why? I love Kirby Puckett. And Kirby kicked me right in the nards. Did you name it that before or after it kicked before. you? Before. Oh, okay. And then one day he kicked me right in the nards. What'd you change his name to after that? Steak. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell people, watch the YouTube videos. Exciting stuff. Made a video of Jordan Bohan and it's out there right now. Playing a little one-on-one. Uh, PSA, heavy breathing. You've been warned. All right, let's go. Hot, hot.